1: What's up everyone? By now you guys know that Ball is sponsoring us and by that I mean the Aerospace Technology Company. Nothing to do with Manscaped, that's Rudo's thing. (laughs) They are the world's largest aluminum can and packaging manufacturer and they've been leading global sustainability efforts for decades. They care so much about diversity and inclusion. They've been practicing it for years while other major companies just talk about it as a workplace idealism and if if you're looking for a job guess what they are hiring they are such a great company to work for we have a lot of people we know at dnvr who have family members or friends who work there and they really enjoy it they are hiring in golden so you can check out hashtag work at ball online and to apply for a position at their aluminum can plant text golden to seven seven two 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 or go to jobs.ball.com and search for golden that's jobs.ball.com and search for golden or simply text GOLDEN to 77222. Let's start the show.
2: Nobody out. Three and two on Charlotte. Jokic gets it across the timeline. Gets a high pick and pop with Murray. Lindsey
1: breaking through.
3: Taken away by Nathan McKinnon. Two on two with Guy. He has done it again. Vaughn Miller, ladies and gentlemen. Dom two hands. Nikola Jokic. Save me by Krubauer with the left pad. Oh, goodness gracious me.
2: Take a good luck, George!
1: Welcome into the Denver Sports Podcast presented by Breckenridge Brewery, our favorite beer and seltzers here at DNVR, and the Buffs now have Strawberry Sky Tall Boys at Folsom Field, and let me tell you, it is a game changer. I've needed those, especially after last game where the Buffs, we don't want to talk about it, but I needed it last game, and the Strawberry Skies just pulled through for me when I needed them. They are the best, um, so I highly recommend checking them out. We love Breck Brew. I'm your host, Allie Monroy, and with me today I have AJ Hayfley, Zach Stevens, Drew Creaseman, and Eric slash D-line. And we are going to be talking about all the sports and what's going on. We've got Broncos obviously playing right now. Uh, The Rockies are finishing up their season. We've got Avs Rookie Camp just wrapped up and training camp is starting soon. And then same with the Nuggets training camp is starting soon. They had their first media availability today. So we've got a lot going on and obviously we haven't recorded a TDSP episode in a while. We have missed you, but we were focused on the launch at PHNX and that went really well and we really appreciate all of your support through it. The DMVR community was to no surprise incredible um, with the support when we announced that launch and it's really exciting that we were able to expand but let's dive into some Denver sports and let's start off with the Denver Broncos who head into week three two and oh and the hype around Teddy Bridgewater is real Zach what have you thought of the Broncos performance the last two
4: weeks I mean, what's incredible, Allie, is a month ago, the Broncos didn't know that Teddy Bridgewater was their starting quarterback. A month later... He is just tearing it up. I mean, he's in the top 12 in terms of MVP odds over a DraftKings Sportsbook. It is just wild. Teddy has blown everyone out of the water with what he's been doing uh, because not only are his stats incredible, the second-best QBR in the entire league, 120 passer rating, 77% completion, nearly 300 yards a game, two touchdowns per game, no interceptions. But on top of that, he's throwing the deep ball. He's leading this team. Uh, he's doing everything everything on and off the field that can be asked with him and this is just they're getting incredible value because remember they only trade a sixth round pick to get him he when he was brought in people were saying Oh, it's a, he's a really good backup to drew lock. And now he's just he, he's he's taken over this team and is exactly the quarterback that they needed. And sure, it has been against two bad teams, but they've done what they needed to do. In reality, they they've won these games by more points or more dominant than the point that the scoreboard has looked.
1: I mean, besides his play on the field, the quotes that have been coming out of the locker room, uh, Teddy is such a leader, and I think the Broncos have really needed that on this team, and they haven't seen that leadership at QB, obviously, since Peyton Manning. I mean, he is really doing such a good job of uniting this team together.
4: Yeah, without a doubt, his his leadership is off the charts from doing small things like jumping in the huddle to get the guys... Uh, which helped them against Jacksonville when they went out and uh, after halftime and went four plays, 75 yards, 55-yard pass to Cortland Sutton, to also taking a guy like K.J. Hamler under his wings. He he had K.J.'s locker moved to be right next to his right before the regular season started. Just to, just to mentor a young guy, take a young guy under his wing, and that these are things that we have not seen. The Broncos quarterbacks in the past, from Trevor Simeon, uh, to, to even Drew Locke and veteran guys like Joe Flacco, they're guys that They just want to prove it on the football field first. Well, Teddy is saying, I'm a veteran, and I know that a quarterback has to take the team uh, uh, under their wing, and that's exactly what he's doing. And then the good play really helps sell all of that as well.
1: All right. Obviously, the fan base is super excited. The Broncos haven't won a game in September in how long? (laughs) So I want to get a vibe check here at DNVR and see where you guys stand. Let's start off with you, AJ. How are you feeling about this Broncos team?
3: I feel great. Um, I mean, wow. I was uh, I was not one of the people who really was overly bothered by Bridgewater coming in. I've all uh, he was a guy I liked going back to his days at Louisville, and I think that uh, he's one of those quarterbacks that is kind of a. Uh, I there isn't there isn't an eloquent way to say this, but he's a guy that kind of absorbs the energy that's around him. And he's a he's a guy where if he's he's if he's surrounded by a lot of talent, he's not going to screw it up for you. But if you need him to go out there and do something heroic and like be the man, he can't do that. And that's not what they need him to be. They so far, certainly they don't need him to do that. It's it's a lot of like, hey, you know, make basic decisions here. Don't make a lot of mistakes. Don't turn the ball over. Don't put us in, don't put us in bad decisions or bad positions with poor decisions. And they're going to be, they're going to be just fine. And I, I, I don't know where the ceiling is. But the floor is significantly higher than it has been with any of the other scrubs of the last few years, so there's actually reasons for me to give a shit on Sundays.
4: Ooh, well, nice. I have to say, if 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 AJ is feeling great about the Broncos, then then I can I can legitimately be over the moon about their two and zero start.
0: Oh, I just booked my Super Bowl ticket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but with that. Okay. <laughs> Before I get to Drew and Eric, everyone is really bought in on Teddy right now. But I did see a lot of Twitter conversation talking about, do they still go after Aaron Rodgers or someone at that caliber at QB?
0: Oh, man, we're already there. Holy cow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, we don't have to touch on it too much. But that has been a big question in the Twitter world, because of how great everyone is buying into Teddy and how great Teddy has been, do you still look at someone like Aaron Rodgers or are you just bought into Teddy?
4: I mean, if Teddy does this for the entire season, then you do have to look at the the age difference, the price difference, what you would have to give up for him. Now, Teddy's not going to go 34 touchdowns and zero interceptions like he's on the pace for. It. Well, unless he does. I mean, D-line's telling me <laughs> maybe he does. Uh, but it, Eric if is he ready for any- it. if he plays anywhere near that level we're talking about under 10 interceptions and more than 30 touchdowns then you're not going to go and give up three first round picks bradley chubb and Cortland sutton for aaron Rodgers because teddy's 28 years old right now so that that would that would be such a short-sighted move and you will sign teddy bridgewater up to a long-term deal then but is Teddy going to be able to do this? We we've seen him play to this level once before. And it was a five game stretch when he was with the new Orleans saints. If he does that where he went nine touchdowns, two interceptions, if he does that over this entire season, it'll be just exactly what I said. It'll be over 30 touchdowns under 10 picks and the Broncos are signing him.
0: Yeah. It's like, a, it's like hilarious. Can't we just see what he does before? He well, <laughs> I'm sorry. I just,
1: had to touch on <laughs> well it. can i can i Allie, say i that, think it's
4: a fair question uh, the, say, the internet say... has been
1: talking about it and this show right. is based off of... eric you you're what? usually in the internet you should know this
4: I just
0: gonna say well i, I was I'm, gonna, I'm not addressing you i'm addressing the internet at large internet at large um can we just watch what happens and then make a decision like <laughs> we don't have to decide right now right like we don't have to lock in our decision that people look back on it and we're like whoa i thought you wanted Aaron Rodgers." we're like we, well he was playing good at the time i don't know like if he plays good <laughs> let's keep him and if he doesn't play good let's get rid of him
4: right or, or no is that weird
1: no that makes perfect <laughs> <Okay>. sense Agent <laughs> or okay. er, eric my brain right now um
4: it's it's too logical
1: yeah, I was going to okay. say sports isn't logical, though. So, like, that yeah. makes perfect sense. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers, no Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, Drew, how are you feeling about the Broncos? Have you been watching them on Sunday?
2: Yeah, I mean, still I've had, I've had baseball games at the same time. But still, I'm I am choosing to be – excited about the beauty of the game of football, where I think in years past I would have been actually very bitter about this because straight up, <laughs> like, it's just – this is the small sample size stuff. <laughs> Love it. This is the stuff you can get away with in, in football. You're 2-0 uh, against two bad teams. Oh,
0: uh, how can you not be romantic about football?
2: How can you not? Because <laughs> this – Good point. They, they, could, they could not – Win another football game all year. Not only that's going to happen, I'm excited about it. There's there's real, you know, there's real progress there. Again, I'm not that. That's the old me. The old me would have so been, been so bitter about the fact that in football you can get out to a four and zero start, which amounts to an entire month of not losing, mm-hmm. and still have a bad season because mm-hmm. the schedule is light and it is what it is. But no, I'm embracing it. This is what's great about football. This is why so many people all get together for the ritual on Sunday. It all happens at once. We all get to share our opinions about it. Uh, and then we all get to sit on it for two weeks. Undefeated, baby. Undefeated. And until someone defeats you, you're not. And so that's the beauty of the game. You know, the I cover a stupid sport where you can start 15-3 and three in a game where you're all in a season where you're only going to play a third of your normally scheduled games and still not make the postseason. Like it's, you can go five and zero in a week, and people are like whatever. Who, get at it, Who cares? I don't who cares. Five games, one hundred sixty of these stupid things. They're two and zero.
1: So Drew is They're all about two the high
2: games. Now. Let's go. We love to
1: see it. AJ seems go. a little confused. AJ, yeah,
3: what's going the, on? it's it's mostly the <laughs> the description of <laughs> the apparently Masonic like the uh, uh, journey that we all go on every Sunday to watch a football game yeah. where it's just, it may not be that deep, my man.
2: <laughs> now, collectively as a culture.
1: I <laughs> mean, yeah, for some not people all it
2: is that deep. But it, it makes sense to me. There are times like legitimately in my past where I've been so frustrated at the NFL being this big giant thing that gobbles everything else up. But then you got to step back and ask yourself, why is it this big giant thing that gobbles itself up? And part of it is that eternal hope that you can have as a football fan after winning two games <laughs> and looking good on two days. And and I'm and I'm not throwing, I'm not throwing cold water on it. I'm doing the opposite. I'm embracing it. I'm saying, awesome, let's go. Because I'm tired of the cynicism that comes with a long season. The hope and optimism of every Sunday matters every inch, whatever the stupid Zach knows them all.
1: Eric, tell us how you're feeling about this Broncos team. Oh,
0: can you guys hear me first off? I'm having issues with my microphone. Okay. yes, we got you. Woo. So, um, everything we thought about the Broncos was correct. It, it turns out we were not watching Teddy versus drew. We were watching Peyton Manning versus, uh, Tom Brady. We had two top flight <laughs> quarterbacks that were fighting it out and they didn't um, look average because they were two <laughs> average quarterbacks. Look, because um, our defense is incredible. Right? Teddy Bridgewater didn't look any better than Drew Locke for the entire preseason, and now he's the leading MVP candidate. That be- leads me to believe that Drew Locke would have been just as good. The <laughs> defense of the Denver Broncos is logic. such that is so- it <laughs> the- Titans of the game look minuscule. <laughs> I mean, to, to
4: to to back your, your logic here, Eric, uh, Teddy Bridgewater plus 3,500 – to be the MVP, you can still get Drew Locke MVP odds right now at DraftKings plus 20,000. You you can do it. So (laughs) DraftKings (laughs) is saying Broncos have two MVP caliber quarterbacks.
1: All right, let's get this back on the rails. The Broncos take on the New York Jets in their home opener this Sunday, and we will be hosting a tailgate at Mile High, so definitely be sure to stop by. We will have unlimited Breck Brews and Sexy pizza. Uh, for everyone who has a ticket and you could just meet us at the tailgate at Mile High or if you prefer, there will also be a bus service from the bar to the tailgate and they will leave from the bar at 11am, get you to the tailgates early and then you'll be able to go to our tailgate or another tailgate. But the beauty of this bus is that it will take you back to the bar after the game is over. So you don't have to worry about those crazy Uber or Lyft prices or traffic. You get to still enjoy and then you get to go to the bar, have a few more drinks, have some food um, before your night is over. So definitely check it out. Go onto our social media pages to get your ticket today but like I said there's two tickets there's one for just the tailgate which will get you those Breck brew and that sexy pizza and then there's also the party bus included so check that out it's going to be so much fun but Zach what are a few things you are looking forward to see from this Broncos team in their home opener
4: it's gonna be a rough week for Zach's out there hopefully just Zach Wilson the Jets starting quarterback because he threw Four interceptions last week. And he had four completions at the exact same time when he had four interceptions. That's what this Broncos defense should do to him. So you should expect multiple interceptions off Zach Wilson. You should confuse the heck out of him. the The Both teams that the Broncos have played so far have scored 13 points. The Jets should not score more than that. But what I really want to see from the Broncos this week is I want to see, earlier I said the Broncos have beat teams by more than the scoreboard would suggest. I want to see the scoreboard suggest that this week. You're coming home. I want I want this to be, you know, a 30-point victory. They're 10.5-point favorites. Guys, that's like Peyton Manning stuff. That's back to the Peyton Manning era, and it's now the, the Teddy Bridgewater era, which D-Lynco may, may say is the, the Peyton Manning Stop. era right now.
0: No, no, it's the Tom Brady era.
4: Oh, Tom oh. Brady, right, right.
0: Peyton Manning is Drew Locke, and you understand. Oh,
4: okay, okay.
1: <laughs> okay, uh, but there are some injuries the Broncos are having to deal with. Unfortunately, Josie Jewell is out for the rest of the year. Sucks that that came from a special teams play. Um, Such a bummer. But then you also have Jerry Judy. Uh, you have Ronald Darby. And then I do believe uh, Graham Glasgow is going to play this Sunday, right?
4: Yeah, he's, he's expected to play a little more optimism after having just a, a crazy heart, uh, it, it, a regular heartbeat a couple of weeks ago, and they'll need him back. The Broncos' interior of the offensive yeah. line has maybe been their weakest point on this team, uh, which is interesting because of just how much they have invested, so that, that'll be great to get him back. Bradley Dubb, he's gonna be out for a oh, while. Yeah. We still don't have a time frame on that, and that's probably uh, the most impactful one on the defensive side of the ball. Josie Jewell, it's really unfortunate that that he's out because he's a guy that was playing the best ball of his career these first two games of the season uh but they'll they'll just they'll they'll have to fill that in with a young guy who, who we all really like Justin Sternod so the Broncos have suffered some injuries but look Ronald Darby was injured uh last week and Pat Sertan stepped in and according to Vic Fangio played a pretty damn good game in his first NFL start
1: That was awesome from Patrick Sertan. With Bradley Chubb, it's that same ankle, too. So, at this point, I saw a lot of people questioning if he's just that injury-prone type of guy.
4: I mean, Ali, it's it's hard to argue with that. He's had two torn ACLs. One of them does date back to high school. Of course, one of them a couple years ago. Then, earlier this offseason, he had surgery on one ankle. Then... Uh, a couple weeks ago, the other ankle started acting up. Then that same ankle again when he went and tried to to play. Just in the first half of this week, it acted up again. He's so talented, but he also has 270 pounds on his body. And there's been questions of should he lose weight? Well, that's that's the type of game he plays. He's not he's not fat by any means, but that's just his body type. And it clearly is something is weighing a ton on those knees and ankles.
1: Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, are you taking the Broncos to win against the Jets? Is this an yes. obvious yes? I know it's from Eric. They're winning the Super Bowl. So that's all we <laughs> need from Eric.
2: to beat the Jets if you're going to win the Super Drew,
1: Bowl. Drew, you're all in on three. All and
2: in. 0. Taking they the hit. over. They won't lose until they lose.
4: <laughs> Great. Until then. I'm
2: that's taking them. That's really away.
4: good. That's good. Can we have you on the Broncos pod?
2: Yeah. I'm (laughs) full of insightful football analysis like that.
4: AJ,
1: are you taking the Broncos to win?
2: Sure. Sounds good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, AJ. Love the participation (laughs) in it. Um, But just like they were talking about. You want to take the over? Check out DraftKings Sportsbook. They are the best sportsbook app out there. They are so easy to use. You get your money. If you want to withdraw immediately, you can withdraw immediately. They give you a bunch of free bets, and new users get exclusive deals all the time. So don't forget to use that promo code DNVR. It's been a great start to the NFL season, and right now they have a can't-miss offer. Bet just $1 on any football game this week and receive in free bets. Instantly, no matter what, like this says, like I just said, instantly. So, I have I, already mentioned that, but I know a few other draft or sports books have been having an issue with that. DraftKings does not, they will get you that $150 in free bets instantly. So, check them out. Like I said, use that promo code DNVR. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. And, of course, you got to see draftkingscom sportsbook for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 522 Zach, is there any other bets that you're looking at for the Broncos this weekend?
4: I mean, I I love the Broncos to cover this line. 10.5 they should absolutely do. Another one Jets points. I believe it's at the 14 or 16 and a half right now. You got to take the under on that. Again, like I said, the Giants and the Jags, probably better offenses than the Jets, and they both scored 13 points. And on the road, too, at home, they should just stifle Zach Wilson. He should not get 17 or more points. Yeah. There you and go. Take all, take all the Cortland Sutton props. Mm, I like oh. that. All of them. You would have been rich if you did that last week.
1: Because like Von Miller said, and everyone has said, Cortland Sutton is back.
4: (laughs) He most definitely is career highs last week and catches nine and receiving yards over 150. And guys, he could have easily had more than that. He could have had a 200-yard game if it wasn't for the Jags just holding and committing pass interference on him.
1: So you heard it here, guys. Go bet on Cortland Sutton on DraftKings Sportsbook go look at the Broncos odds. There's a lot of great bets this weekend. Um, Check them out and don't forget to use that promo code DNVR. So obviously with DraftKings, you are making money, but at DNVR, we also like to save you money. So we highly recommend you check out Mint Mobile. They offer premier wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. There is no catch to that. After talking to them and using their service, uh, I have a SIM card for my iPad that I use through them. They are really great. Like I said, there isn't a catch. They're cutting the retail stores out of it. So there's no overhead cost that gets passed down to you in any weird fees. Instead, they are just passing on a sweet savings directly to you. Um, You get to use your own phone. Like I said, I use my own iPad um, with any Mint Mobile plan and you get to keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts, which is a great thing because I always fear that I'm going to lose all of that um, if I switch networks. They are not that way, and if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. Highly recommend switching to Mint Mobile and getting their premier service, and you get the plan shipped to your door for free. Go to mintmobile.com slash dnvr. That's mintmobile.com slash dnvr to cut your wireless bill to just $15 a month. Plus, on top of that, you get high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Go to mintmobile.com slash DNVR today. And let's move on to some Rockies talk now. But I want to keep this on the positive side.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're 55 and 50 over their last hundred games. There's plenty of positive to talk. Are about you feeling
1: good, Drew? That's that's my first question. The Rockies are ending. Their season, they have a few series left. Uh, How are you feeling about this Rockies team?
2: I mean, they've been a lot of fun. Somebody dropped a comment in our live chat the other day that I could not have agreed with more. Like, this has been the most fun, bad team that I've ever watched play baseball. And honestly, like I just said, over the last hundred or so games, they haven't even been bad. They've been playing over 500 baseball for a while now. They got off to this horrible, dreadful, terrible start. And it came on the heels of some of the worst news this franchise and fan base has ever received, and all this stuff happened. And actually, I had somebody hit me up with this the other day too. It's like you notice everything turned around right after Jeff Brighton resigned. I, I don't think it's it's quite as simple as all that. But I mean, yeah, look the the big boogeyman. Uh, some people want to make it Dick Monfort, but the guy who really ruined that relationship is gone. Uh, it sucks that the trade happened, but the team is what it is. And actually, there's a lot to like about this ball club. Yeah, there's a lot of guys who've proven themselves this year. There were a lot of things that were giant question marks coming into the season uh, that if they turned out well for the Rockies in, you know, a different season, it would have meant being competitive. What it means this year is is being closer to 500 than you thought they were going to be when a lot of people thought they were a 100 loss team. I never thought they were that bad. Uh, but the big news is Brennan Rodgers is a baseball player. That's huge. That's the, it's a major league ball player. And a lot of people thought, no, this guy's a bust. He's showing plenty of star potential. And he's had one of the best road seasons of any Rocky ever in his rookie year. That's a big deal because that's actually the Rockies' biggest offensive problem is hitting on the road. Uh, they have their catcher of the future. All of a sudden, They never knew that Elias Diaz was going to be this guy. Nobody knew he was going to be this guy. The first two months of the season, he was the worst hitter in baseball since then, He's been the second best hitting catcher in baseball, That's pretty only crazy. Salvador Perez. It, it is. I've never like, seen a turnaround in season like it. Ever. I
1: went to a bunch of uh, games at Coors Field this summer, and every single one of those, Diaz went off and like had an amazing home run, and everyone was going crazy. And the fact that he was one of the worst at the start of the season is just really crazy.
2: Yeah, the uh, the Rockies have by far smashed. Uh, what they've done at the catcher position in terms of home runs in the last decade. Uh, they, they just have not had that now. So they have their catcher of the future. They have an infielder of the future and Brendan Rogers where well, those are giant question marks coming into the season. Now, you know, you're really solid at two important spots. Ryan McMahon, you know, is a superstar defender who can play anywhere on the infield. Not the star hitter. We thought he would be yet, but you at the very least know his bat plays. So these are things you didn't know coming into the season and I'm actually writing about this right now. What's most interesting about this run is like, it would be frustrating if the Rockies were 55 and 50 because Trevor story and Charlie Blackman got hot or the starting rotation was just super dominant. Cause we know the rotation's good. We know Trevor story's probably leaving and you know, Charlie Blackman being good is always fun, but we know he's, he's on the decline. Right. But that's not what's happening. Trevor story has been mediocre all season. So losing him hurts as a fan, but from a production standpoint, he's not been difficult to replace this year. Same thing with Charlie Blackman. He's had a mediocre year. The reason they're winning is because guys like Brendan Rodgers, Ryan Tapia, Ryan McMahon, Elias Diaz, and all the guys in the bullpen who've turned it around, who are all a part of your future. So the Rockies have already come out and said, we're not going to go full rebuild mode. They were never going to do it. There's about a third of the teams in baseball who refuse to do this because it's not good for the economics of the game, and it's going to be addressed in the future CBA. But tanking sucks. And the Rockies have said, we're not going to do that. We're going to come out and try to be competitive next year. And so I know there are people who would dig their heels in forever and ever and say they should have gone the other way. They should have sold, sold, sold. They should be bad on purpose. They can't be competitive in this division for another three years. So build for the long-term future. But they were never going to do that. So the flip side of it is, is there something here for them to build when they say they're going to go out in the offseason, try to compete next year? And I actually think when you if you've watched these games the way I have, (laughs) watched every single damn one of them. Uh yeah, there is. There's a lot more here. I picked this team to win 70 games, and I thought I was being optimistic. And some people thought I was being crazy. They have 70 wins right now. (laughs) With you know, time to mess up the Dodgers and Giants chances to go into the postseason, the chances to maybe screw up Atlanta. If they have, there's a whole weird scenario that goes in there and the Rockies have played good teams. Well, that's the other thing. If these wins were coming against all these teams that had just sold off and had been awful or whatever, it's like, no, the Rockies have played the Phillies and the Dodgers and Atlanta all incredibly well and on the road. So it feels like sustainable change to me. That's arisen from important players, gaining key experience. You know, am I saying, Hey, the Rockies are going to turn around and be contenders next year. no, but if the Rockies had a mediocre bullpen or a mediocre road team, just one of those two things this season, they'd be in the wild card hunt. And you're probably looking at a Major League Baseball season next year that's expanding the postseason. There's going to be a CBA. We'll see if we start on time. But if there's seven or eight postseason spots in the National League, yeah, with a couple of key free agency acquisitions, the Rockies can get into the postseason next year. So, yeah, it's been a fun end of the year.
1: So what are a few things they need to work on this offseason? What are a few positions they might need to go after?
2: They need outfielders and relievers. That's the other thing is I think the way that they've played has shown them very clearly what they have and what they don't. They don't have a closer. They need one. You have to have one. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You need a closer. Oh, yeah. Daniel Bardwin, the guy, Carlos Estevez is nice, but not his role. Keep him on the team, but not in that role. they have got a lot of those guys now, but you need a closer. Uh, you can't spend big money on it either so that's the most difficult thing to solve you've got to go like the greg holland route which worked for them before you go the weight davis route and you're screwed and you're tied to that guy it
1: sucks
2: don't ever go the way davis (laughs) route. never go full wade davis uh, and then they just need veteran bats in the outfield. You know, in my mind, you've got an infield of Ryan McMahon, Brendan Rogers. They're probably going to bring back CJ Crone. That's kind of been out there pretty well. They've also got a lot of their prospects that are coming up: Colton Welker, Ryan Velasquez, a lot of these great corner guys. Right? They've got that. Charlie Blackman in your outfield as your as your best hitter isn't cutting it. So they've got to get hitters in the outfield. But with the DH also likely coming kind of, again, there's a lot of moving pieces here. There's going to be a DH in the National League next year, almost certainly. Which is going to benefit the Rockies more than anybody else for a myriad of reasons. I don't have time to get into right now. But Blackman becomes your primary designated hitter. You can go out and spend some money, and the Rockies have all the money to spend because they're not paying anybody anything. Charlie Blackman's going to make twenty million, or Man Marquez is going to make fourteen million, and after that, nothing because all the money from the Arenado deal is gone. Whatever happens with Trevor Story, that'll either be a decent chunk. I don't think they'll bring him back, so they have. A- all of that money to spend. You go out and get a couple of outfielders and rebuild your bullpen. I think the team can compete. I've even got my my eyes on, I'm in love with Starling Marte and Mark for those of you who, who really want to get into it. But yeah, there are outfielders. I think you go and get some guys, some veteran guys. You don't need star players. The star of this team is the starting rotation. You don't need star fielders that cost too much. Go and get some veteran bats that can hit and field and run and they're smart. They know how to play the game. Some relievers who were that same kind of thing, and then let your starting rotation be what they're going to be next year.
1: AJ, I've seen you nodding your head occasionally while Drew is talking. What, what do you think?
2: I agree with
3: Drew clearly. No, I um, no, I think it's been it's been an entertaining season, and you know, for all of the hate that they got, and I'm you know I'm I'm really no interest in revisiting how angry everybody was during the I mean, preseason. Yeah. We don't need um, to at all. I mean, the the Arenado deal, like, look, it's always going to be frustrating, certainly the way that it went down and, and all of that. But the actual return so far, Austin Gomer's been pretty good. And Ella Hurris Montero was really good at Hartford. And it, you start to wonder, like, did they – they actually do okay in this thing and there's just enough young pieces sitting around the roster that if they can piece together any kind of a bullpen which is really just more getting just getting more lucky than anything else like you really just Mm
4: -hmm. i
3: i don't know of any other way to say you just have to get lucky you just have that's the only way bullpens work and they if they do that and they get injury luck they should honestly push for a playoff spot next year, at least be in the conversation because I mean, I've, I haven't watched all of them, but you know, I watch a fair amount of Rockies every year and this is an oddly entertaining and surprisingly decent team. And a lot of it is driven by the success of some youth, you know, and, and look, Brendan Rogers living up to the potential and the hype and knowing that he's going to get better and that this is not going to be peak Brendan Rodgers, Like when he actually starts hitting home runs at course field, you know, it's going to be, Oh, Hey, look, this guy, you know, you're talking about replacing a 30 home run infielder with a 30 home run infielder. That's always been the case. That's always been the hype on Rogers is that the, the power profile was always so intriguing for for a middle infielder. And, you know, I just, I think that there's enough there and there's, there's surprisingly, they're not super hyped up um, prospects in the system, but I also think the Rockies kind of suffer from everybody thinks that the organization is so dysfunctional that they don't, they don't rank prospects, the Rockies prospects in the same way they do other organizations. And, it's kind of like I've always compared it to high school football recruiting where if a if Alabama is recruiting a guy, he must be a five-star guy. Right. Or a four-star guy. Like he could be a two or yeah. three-star guy but they like him for a certain reason and everybody trusts what Alabama does, so that guy gets hyped up more than he otherwise would have. Sure. Whereas if CU is recruiting a two-star guy, it's just a two-star guy. You don't think much of it. You don't ever give them the benefit of the doubt because track records being what they are. But it's weird to me because the Rockies have a pretty consistent track record over the last 15-ish years of developing position players, like pretty good position players. And now that they've, they've gone and developed a quality rotation that they're trying to keep together, that they have every reason to keep together, they should be more competitive than people want them to be given their anger at
2: ownership. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's exactly right. And the irony to what AJ is saying is that the other part that I was kind of dancing around, but didn't say about why they're playing well is they're just playing fundamentally solid baseball. If you look at the stats, they don't make errors. They don't, they turn a ton of double plays. They don't make mistakes on the base paths uh you know they all these so they play really good defense really sound but what they don't have is the star hitter (laughs) what they don't have is the guy they traded away what they don't have is the star hitter to hit you 35 to 40 home runs get the big clutch hit in the close game and then the bullpen to lock it down for the w but those are those are solvable problems to the to the thing here. So or, yeah, and
3: you're true. talking about they don't have a guy to get a big clutch hit, but they have like fourteen or fifteen walk-off wins. Yeah. It really, it really hasn't hurt them that much. They don't have the magic of the clutch, but not having the like reliable superstar in the middle of the order is definitely problematic for them. They definitely yeah. don't need that. Yeah.
1: Who is a player that like an emerging star from this group that has just Stood out to you, Drew um, and AJ and Eric and Zach, whoever. For me, like I've loved seeing CJ Crone continue to just get better and better and and seeing him in national conversations. That's been really fun to see that um, a guy like that get that recognition and just the fan base also getting behind him more. Um, Drew, do you have anyone that stands out?
2: i mean i, I love cj Cron. i've wanted the rockies to get cj crone for a while i wrote that that what if article so subscribers go and read that uh especially if you're a marvel fan <laughs> but
1: oh i'm uh, interested to what your
2: this, relationship what, for that was what if the rockies had gotten cj crone earlier uh but instead I mean, of daniel murphy yeah instead of daniel murphy exactly right or even earlier than that right on the heels of the ian desmond thing and just Pulled the plug on that early, but yeah, <clears throat> but mm-hmm. outside of that, I, I mentioned Elias Diaz earlier. I think that to me is, is such a big find. It's such a big get because catcher is just the toughest position to get somebody to competently play above average defense and offense at the spot. You, There's five guys in the sport that can do that maybe. And Elias Diaz is suddenly one of them. Is he going to continue to be? Who knows? But his work behind the dish is fantastic. The team loves him. He works with the pitchers so well, and now all of a sudden he's hitting clutch walk-off home runs. He's got a chance to have 20 home runs from behind the dish. That's just that's, that's crazy. That's crazy. The um, the OPS plus at 95. I know it's uh, I'm getting a little deep in the weeds there, but considering how bad he's basically been, I know Eric. <laughs> Eric, uh, he's is basically saying, been a league average hitter after being the worst hitter in baseball for two months. That's insane. And that he was able to do that and he's doing it consistently. Like I said earlier, the Rockies have their catcher of the future that's the toughest position to man. That's an enormous, even if going forward, he's, he splits the difference. He's, you know, half of what he was in the first half and half in the second, the Rockies have a, a real dude at that spot. And they have had one real dude at that spot in the history of their franchise. <laughs> I am less sold on that, but no. I appreciate your optimism. I'm, I'm excited. I'm Diaz. Eric- Rogers is the real answer to that question, no. but we talked about him enough.
1: Eric, Zach, it- you guys yes? have any Rockies player that you're excited to keep seeing or that stood out this year? Do you?
0: Me and the Rockies uh, are, we consciously uncoupled. Uh, this post of this preseason and I've stuck to my guns. I've not paid attention to the Rockies. The Rockies have every ability in the world to win me back as a fan. I've had time to sit and think about it. I've considered my position. My heart is open again. It sounds like I'll allow the Rockies to fill that gap, but the CJ kern guy better be good. This guy better be good, and that guy (laughs) behind the plate better be what you say he is, because if I allow the Rockies to come back to my heart and soul and it's just the same old Rockies, I'm going to be mad, but I'm going to take it because I was born in Colorado. I have no other (laughs) options. Yeah, I was gonna I mean, say I... you, you
1: might be mad, but like that, <laughs> that's what being a, a sports fan entails. Like you're is, upset, true. you hate the team, and then you're like happy and optimistic. Broncos it's are true. Super Bowl uh, champions to you yeah, already. Eric, that's so. I mean
0: that's exciting. The Super Bowl <laughs> championship. Broncos are exciting. The Rockies, exactly I've not, not heard one person on this podcast suggest they're going to win the World Series, which for me, no. uh, I'm out. I don't know. Yeah,
4: I I mean, mean, we're not going to go that far. <laughs> Eric, I've, uh, I, I, I've already booked my 2022 World Series tickets. So what? Not this year, but next year. Yeah, I did a the oh. show.
0: Are we going to bunk that? Did, did you get a single, a double? What are we talking? I, I
4: could probably hook you up with one. Yeah. All right. Okay. Get a cut. <laughs>
1: Okay, Zach, do you have a guy that stands out to you?
4: Well, some, some, uh, a guy that's really standing out in my world right now, some bad news for the Broncos. Bradley Chubb is getting surgery tomorrow oh no. to remove a bone spur. Uh, so I've just been looking at that for the past 10 minutes and oh, diving into that. Uh, this will be the second time oh. this year he's had a procedure on his ankles to remove a bone spur. So he's out an indefinite amount of time right now. They're going to do the surgery, see what it's like, and then put a timeline on it after.
1: Man, that's just, that sucks. And that sucks for Bradley Chubb. And it's just really unfortunate because we barely got to see Vaughn and Bradley Chubb together. And that was a duo that we've been waiting for so long to like see for a season. Um, damn. Well, breaking yeah. news. Zach's probably going to have an article on it on the website. So go check it out at the DMVR.com. Um, Okay. So, that, we're going to end the Rockies talk there. We're going to hit some members' questions, and then we are going to jump in uh, some abs and nuggets questions real quick as they start the season. Um, let's go to SP84, who said, Spencer. which – Yes, Spencer. <laughs> Okay. Maybe people want to go by their YouTube names, Eric. No, you I love that
2: we're all outing,
0: outing people here. Spencer! Spencer's not been outed. Spencer has made himself very visible. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. So there is two drinks that are named after DNVR staff members right now. That is me and Ryan. Uh, Ryan's the RK Special. He has Strawberry Sky and Hot Peak IPA mixed together. Shelby Harris. Hated the combination. Uh, he still tweets about it to this day. Everyone else pretty pretty much liked it. I think it's pretty good. My combination, the Alley Special, is a Breckenridge Distillery Espresso Vodka mixed with our Strava Craft Coffee uh, cold brew. And... You know the Strava Craft Coffee allows it, so you don't get the jitters. So it doesn't feel like you're. It's like a Four Loco in a glass, but you do wake up and it gets you going. So those are two drinks. AJ, if you could mix two drinks together and make the AJ special, what would it be?
0: Oh God! (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's I'll answer for you. It's Mountain Dew and Four Loco. The aforementioned Four Four (laughs) Loco. Okay. Yeah,
1: I... Can you, does anyone have an answer to this?
0: Yeah, Sounds I have an answer. Great. Yeah, I have an answer. It was these. The bar staff told me that they're trying to make this a thing. That there's the RK special, the Allen special. And they want to make the Eric special. What is the Eric special? A Bud Light tower and a Wagyu burger. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you just go up and you say, "I want the Eric," and uh-huh. they. The bud light and first tower.
0: off yeah and first off they look at you with sad eyes like you poor sorry <laughs> sucker and poor then there but then they pour a giant frosty uh bud light tower which we uh call the Blt we get a Blt and a burger and then you just spend the rest of the day being happy
4: Okay. You could you could make that, and it it couldn't be the Eric special. It could be like the the oh, yeah. Eric challenge. <laughs> wow. 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 No one won. Okay, no. no one won with what you said.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we have a special appearance from CEO Brandon Spando. uh He really loved that Eric special. Yeah. He had to come yeah. in and. And yeah. be involved in it Can oh, I tell okay. you the best
0: the best part about that kiss not that um, there was a best part but uh, no please the do the <laughs> best part was just how prickly Brandon the front of Brandon's <laughs> mouth is that was off-putting and to a spectacular <laughs> degree <laughs>
2: okay I got okay. an audible off-camera laugh
0: so. <laughs> <laughs> you also knocked my airpod out <laughs> I don't know what happened
4: to it let's find oh, impressive.
1: God. All right, Zach, do you have a you mixture about? Oh, right. <laughs> that you would name the Zach special?
4: Boy, I, didn't, I need to I need to think about it. I mean, d- doesn't there have to be a little good company mixed in with this? Oh, uh, well, Zach, you are good company, so yes. Oh, I thank you. You're making me blush right now. If you I was to make some, the Zach you- special... Yeah, we well, go ahead, Dali. Go ahead.
1: You could do some um, Breckenridge, just vodka with a Whoa. good company seltzer. No. That now we're be getting good turned combo. up. Or the, <laughs> they have really, they have some good gin. You could, you could see what you could add in there.
4: Yeah, you can call it a little like dirty water or something. There oh, go. That, is that the zesty? <laughs>
0: I would have done uh, one half glass of warm milk then a peach flavored good, good company cider or oh, seltzer aw. and then top it off with uh a, a hershey's hug not a kiss oh a hug.
4: man that is okay. tremendous because then you're getting you're getting a little lit while also getting some some calcium for the boys oh, wow <laughs> <laughs> for the boys, yeah, calls
2: exactly. increasingly absurd. Zach, what?
4: Zach,
0: because I first off because I'm on the show, but oh, right, right, Zach, right. Right. Zach refers to the, his
4: bones as his boys. You his didn't know boy. that? Exactly. You exactly. My boys. I, I've my got, boys. You, uh, <laughs> got to every time he good. says it. Talking to oh his God. bones. His, yep, his exactly. skeletal structure. <laughs>
1: to no surprise, Spencer's question added just put us completely off the rails. Um, Drew, do you have anything, or should we move on?
2: I mean, I don't know. I put okay. all the IPAs together, all the Brack IPAs, just oh. poured them all into one big thing. I'm drinking them. That's okay. so true. That's so true. But the, I don't know the if DC that would, special really at the bar. What the DC? I get the exact same thing every time I walk into the bar. So, if we're gonna have a DC special at the bar, it's a 22 ounce hot peak IPA, nice. an order of chicken wings, half buffalo, half Cajun dry rub, and tater tots. That's the DC special the tater tots should come in a basket with the wings too it should all be together
1: oh i, mean, okay. I wanted to
2: get make that the whole the dc special
1: that's a dc special okay well sorry that was very how rude, rude. these motorcyclists wooed how rude um okay we're gonna move on i was gonna i was gonna dive deeper no we're not um uh, <laughs> The next question we had was, "How much fun would DNBR have if they made a weekend trip to the Formula One race weekend in Austin?" That sounds like a blast.
0: Uh, yeah, if we all—I yeah. mean, uh, obviously, we'll go to Austin. Uh, we'll have an Eric special the night before. Each of us will have a tower <laughs> with burger, and then we'll all be way too hungover to, hungover to actually make it to the race. But what fun we'd have at that house huh, in Austin! Have you guys been yeah. to Austin before?
1: No, Hell but I've yeah. always wanted to. Sixth?
3: Let's go to sixth, bro. Oh. <laughs> 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 Eric, oh, wants, yeah. Eric wants to get blackout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, with the Eric special, you would assume that as it is a pub like tower <laughs> so at the far. bar. Um, that sounds like a lot of fun. I hope we do some more DNVR trips in the future. Um then someone said, uh, goalie giant said, what are the chances we ever get a DNVR does the sports they cover skills competition? Um, that might be coming. So,
2: this comes up occasionally. Yeah.
1: We, we,
3: we've we always been open to it. We've always talked about it, but it's mostly just like, when do we have time to do stuff? Right. Because we transition so quickly from one idea and one like set of things to another. And then, like, every once in a while, you just casually expand, and then everybody's lives go into tailspins.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it's just,
3: you know, it's it's like we have all <laughs> these fun ideas to, like, do shit. And then we just keep finding reasons to 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 not do them as we just get busier and busier. Dude, Allie and
0: I were at the, <laughs> <Ali> <laughs> and I were at the bar. Yeah, we were at the bar this weekend while I was, like, hurriedly putting up a new t-shirt and then another new t-shirt and i was like ali what is wrong with us why can't we just relax like why am i doing something all the time but i you're right aj we we just mess it up for ourselves like, constantly
1: we just constantly have new things to do speaking of watch out for some new video series coming out for abs and nuggets and that's the perfect way we can transition into that but first eric what's your favorite thing to do Go to Solace Meds and get a solid bar.
3: He's like, wait, what? Good thing you answered for him I I I was afraid of
0: where that might go. It could have been dangerous.
1: (laughs) Eric, don't you love going to Solace Meds?
0: Oh, bro, it's my favorite thing to do, as everyone knows, famously.
1: (laughs) They've got smoking hot deals, especially in the month of September. Um, Solace Meds is a premier dispensary, and they are always sucking it up. They have four incredible... They have four convenient locations, which are obviously incredible. One in Fort Collins, Wheat Ridge, one off of Broadway, and one just blocks away on East Colfax from the DNVR bar. They have Canna America Gummies, 25% off. They've got Glacier Concentrates, 20% off, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, And they are, we have a discount code for you. So you use that code DNVR20 to receive 20% off, and you get a free Solace Bar or a King Cone. I haven't had either of those, but my colleagues have, and they really enjoy them. So highly recommend mm-hmm. checking them out. Solace Meds, S-O-L-A-C-E meds.com, and use that promo code DNVR20 for 20% off. You can do it online or in person. Online's definitely the easier option whenever I've I've personally been to a dispensary because you get to see everything. Just check out, and then when you go to the dispensary, it's so easy to just grab your stuff and go. Um, but yeah, check them out today, solacemeds.com. Okay. Nuggets and abs. AJ was just in Arizona um, watching the rooks. AJ, so what was your- it?
0: So mu- I have so much less to say with, than AJ should, is about to say. We, let's let's get the nuggets out of the way. We can't end with my nuggets talk.
1: Okay. Take over the show. Why not?
0: I'm not saying that in the way I'm taking over. I'm just knowing that AJ is definitely the anchor of the show. He's definitely going to come in and clean up. It's going to be exciting. I'm going to say that the nuggets are about to start going to training camp that's what's happening in the world (laughs) The Nuggets, absolutely nothing else
1: you also are very excited for a specific player that you keep hyping up all the time who is that
0: i guess you're right we have been on an extended break i guess i should catch everybody up to what's happened with the nuggets since we spoke last which we drafted in my estimation i've been waiting for a single person on earth including himself to convince me that the nuggets did not draft damian lillard in one Bones Highland. He is so exciting. I cannot wait to see him play. Uh, I We went to Las Vegas. We saw him play at Summer League, which is just a ridiculous place to make any conclusions, but I did not care. I made a ton of conclusions. I immediately started equating him to a perennial all-star. <laughs> no one has been able to convince me otherwise since that time. So I guess that's something to start with, is that we drafted Damian Lillard. Congratulations for us. Um, the Nuggets have extended... Aaron Gordon, they signed him to an additional, I think, four years for uh, what equates out to about $22 million a year, which is kind of a high price. It gave some people some sticker shock, but at the end of the day, it's- well it's sort of like what you end up paying for for players of his caliber that's like totally. jeremy grant left the nuggets and he got 20 million dollars a year um players that are like fringe all-stars are really in that 20 million dollar a year range and, i mean you're also you
1: know, pa- paying that to paul milsap so
0: exactly exactly that that's uh almost exactly what paul Millsap's contract was before uh he left but we did lose dad paul Millsap is now on the brooklyn nets we're all very sad but uh we also signed uh Confusing, I guess I didn't really think about this. We we got um Jeff Green who was on the net, so I guess like in a third party way, we traded Paul Millsap for Jeff Green, so that's that's exciting. Um, the Nuggets are about to start their training camp. Um, Nicole Jokic looks like he's in incredible shape. Uh, we, we've been on um Male Form Corner and Calf Watch for the last several weeks. Uh, he's been feeding us uh with daily clips about him working out and getting in great shape. So he's definitely going to be the MVP again. So that's something to be excited about. And Jamal Murray, by all accounts is making great progress. Uh, We don't even know exactly when he's going to be coming back, but um, the nuggets were the best team in the NBA with, as far as record is concerned, going down the stretch after they lost Jamal Murray, which is very confusing, but is a fact. Um, So we don't quite know what, to think of these nuggets going into this next season where they where their ceiling ultimately lies, because it really does stop and start with Shamal Murray and Nicole Jokic in that two-man game. About? What do you mean?
3: What are you talking about? You just anointed the Broncos as Super Bowl champions but, after yeah, two years. Yeah, but games. now I
0: gotta be Yeah, but we, like, have, I need to listen. <laughs> we have, have way more <laughs> proof
3: in the pudding with the with the nugget this nuggets lineup. They're yeah. clearly gonna win the whole thing.
0: Oh my god!
3: I don't understand you're why. Why all of a sudden you're being all reserved and logical? and like, oh, he's being we real. Don't really, we don't really know. What doing doing don't he give me this bullshit, man. They're gonna They're gonna win 65 games and okay. they're gonna smoke right. everybody. They're, right. gonna, okay. they're gonna They're gonna They're gonna give the 4-0 to back yeah, to PHNX so that all the Suns fans down there who oh. think that they're cute and clever and have fun oh. jokes uh. can eat it.
2: <laughs> and we're
3: gonna get it back and then we're gonna we're, it's gonna be the it's gonna be the nugget season of all nugget seasons. It is exactly what we've waited to see this entire time with them building and adding to it and slowly adding pieces to the core and they like they draft the perfect guy to replace Jamal for a few months. And then they they go out and they get Jeff Green, who's just sure. a much better Paul Millsap <laughs> at this point. They, this is easy this is easy math my man this it's You're all not this wrong. all of this adds up to them just smoking everybody and all these other pretenders getting the hell out of the way because it's Denver's time
1: <laughs> bye that bye pretenders mic drop there I will I do want to say this because I've seen this a lot also on Twitter with the expansion of DMVR to phnx uh this does not mean that like we're f- Fans of the su- like, no, 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 no. DNVR is DNVR till we die. So, yeah. it's anybody, just- any,
3: anybody that thinks I'm rooting for the Arizona Coyotes is high.
1: <laughs> so, okay, so I just want that to be clear. Uh, they are their own, like group of people they're covering the teams it's the coverage that we want to continue to expand and grow because all fans deserve this type of coverage that daily content that community but that does not mean that dnvr is rooting for the suns or for anything they've been clapping back at us we'll clap back at them like that's just the way this is and it's going to be a really fun rivalry to feel that back and forth uh aj was on the coyote show um the uh, PD from the Coyotes was on uh, the Avs show. So we'll have that crossover. ASU plays See You this weekend. So we'll have uh, Henry on the ASU pod and Brittany and Shane on henry's pod but that's like it it's like that content crossover yeah i just want that to be known because i saw so many people being like eric don't create a sons and four shirt like oh my god
0: (laughs) yeah please no i'm not making just to be clear i'm not making any of their i made the initial shirts that have like the logo and stuff on it but like we have like there's p line we have p line out there that's going to be making the phoenix stuff um yeah what what am i gonna make a devin booker shirt like (laughs)
1: Uh, exactly so we they're they're part of the the dmvr fan like we are rooting for them and we like Mm -hmm. i'll still be going out there to help and make sure the live stuff is going great like we've got people working out there making sure everything is going well but they are their own group of reporters and we're just here to make sure they they do well on their own side of things but dmvr is still dmvr phnx will be phnx um and i just definitely want people to know that of course like i said like we're not, like, rooting against PHNX specifically. We want them to succeed in everything, but that does yeah. not mean that we're rooting for the teams yeah. in Arizona. Uh, okay, so we got the Nuggets taken care of by AJ. Eric, you did a terrible job. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> Another bad – should I take the uh, hockey? Should I take the abs No, no. Man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: NHL Calm Championship, out. Stanley Cup, let's go! <laughs> Okay, AJ, you were out in Arizona, you saw the rookies, um, you were out at the PHNX studios too, which is really cool to have that crossover, we hope to keep doing that, um, but who is your favorite rookie? Who is the rookie you are looking for the most?
3: Well, so, I mean, I would say the Bowen is probably the most NHL ready, um, but he also, I think, is going to end up with a more limited role. Alex Newhook had a four point night uh, in his second game. The first game was a kind of a nightmare for everybody. Um, that second game really showed you what Alex Newhook is all about. And <laughs> forces knights are they're they're easy to hype up. And he's a guy that I think finds his way into into Colorado's top six at some point. And I've always stylistically compared him to Matt Shane. Um, and I think that he has that kind of ceiling where he could be a, he could be a 60 to 70 point guy for a lot of his career. Um, I would say that that's probably optimistic for this year, but, uh, I think that he's the, he's the number one rookie Their their team wide success probably hinges more on him than they, they're comfortable with, but. If he, if he can roll in and he can be an actual impact player for them, um, once again, they will be a very, very difficult out every night.
1: Was there anything you took away from eras, the practices in Arizona? I know you said that it's very different than actual NHL play, yeah. um, but anything that stood out to you from just being out there?
3: Yeah, I mean the you, the thing the thing that you're really keeping the closest eye on uh, in that setting is the work ethic, the maturity, the leadership. How do they handle being the guys that everyone else is looking to uh, to kind of follow and and they sort of set the tone for how they want how the organization wants their young guys to act and go about their business and all of that was pretty encouraging. I think that. Ultimately, they're going to have two really good rookies in New Hook and Byram. It's just they're going to be more limited because they have true blue superstar talent sitting in front of them, um, blocking their path, you know, the the path of ascension, if you will. Uh, And those guys, I just it's going to be harder for them to make a big impact because the sitting at the top of the avs roster are some of the very best players in the league.
1: Training camp starts soon. What are Thursday. you Thursday. Looking- Thursday. Oh, hockey mm. is almost back that is so freaking exciting. Um are you expecting to see all of the regular guys out there to start training camp?
3: Yep. Uh everybody's healthy. Eric Johnson's healthy. Pavel Francouz is back totally healthy. Yeah. Everybody's ready to go. Um now physicals are Today's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Physicals, the physicals are on Wednesday, um, so everybody's Thursday. healthy going into that. If somebody's yeah. hurt on Thursday morning, we know what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're we're expected we're expected to uh, to to have the full group uh, on hand on Thursday morning and get the preseason action underway next week.
1: We've got all four sports and college sports happening for the next two weeks. Uh, start with the Ave starting training camp Thursday and then the Nuggets starting in a week and a half. Um, so this is going to be exciting time. We'll be doing more of the Denver sports podcast episodes, of course. But if you want more in-depth coverage on each of these teams, as always, go follow them individually. DMVR underscore Broncos, DMVR underscore Avalanche, DMVR underscore Nuggets, DMVR underscore Rockies. And, of course, you can find all of the written content on the thedmvr.com. And make sure to follow our YouTube channel. We're going to be releasing a lot of uh, videos coming up uh, for series previews uh, or season previews for Avs and Nuggets. Um, so a lot of great video content coming your way. And, of course, that's how you can see whenever we go live. And these guys are doing those. their five podcasts a week so the best coverage all around in Denver is here make sure you subscribe and of course go to the bar don't forget to when you're at the bar to let them know that you're a member because you get a massive beer instead of a small little beer Um, and of course you would get to try the Bud Light Towers which Eric sold you on earlier it's incredible. Yeah have BLT
0: just ask for a BLT or just an Eric special if you want the uh, you want the uh, burger as well
1: don't ask a, a for a BLT with because a side they, of might, <laughs> uh, they might think the BLT is a sandwich and they'll refer you to the club, which is incredible. Our club sandwich is so good. See? But just say Bud Light Tower. <laughs> don't listen to, or you can say the Eric special and our bartenders will look at you like you're crazy, which is always entertaining. (laughs) Um, That's all we've got for you guys this week. Thank you for hanging out. We've missed you. We will see you soon and come to the DMVR Broncos tailgate on Sunday. It's going to be so much fun. We'll talk to you guys later.